Reiki blessings everyone. This is Sherry and welcome back to Running on Reiki. On today's podcast, I'm going to channel a message and a Reiki healing to you, for you, um, from St. Germain and Lady Portia. And St. Germain and Lady Portia are both ascended masters and they are actual um, twin souls. So Whenever you're working with one of them in your meditations or prayers, um, you will always be working with the other one. Each of us has an ascended master guide that has been assigned to us since our birth. So you might have always um, felt a presence. You know, an ascended master is a very large, powerful presence. um, And you may have felt that around you throughout your lifetime, but maybe didn't find out or still haven't found out what that presence was. But I've done Reiki sessions on people where they have said to me, I've always, like, where I would see Archangel Michael so clear, like, Archangel Michael is all around you. And then later, that person would say to me, oh my gosh, I have always felt that Archangel Michael was always around me ever since I was little or once I learned about who he was, like, I knew, oh, that's, that's who was around me. So what is an Ascended Master? Let's start with that. Ascended Masters are very high-frequency light beings that some have actually walked planet Earth or other planets or dimensions in form, um, and some have always just existed in the light realm or the ethereal realm. So when it comes to Lady Portia and Saint Germain, Saint Germain Many people believe that he has walked in form as the prophet Muhammad, that he was Joseph, the father of Jesus, that he existed as a very high priest in Atlantean times, and that he was the founder of Shambhala Reiki, um, or the main guide for the teaching of that, um, the school of Shambhala Reiki during Atlantean times. Some people also believe that he existed as a human man. Um, I believe it was more like Victorian times. I don't know if I have my history completely correct here, but um, that he was in form as like this very eccentric, uh, magical um, alchemist, magician, artist, musician, that he actually walked. There is a person that is noted in history who is called Saint Germain, who kind of has this mysterious, not a lot is really known about him, but he shows up in like other people's writings or like people used to always communicate through letters, you know, things that have been documented or he's been mentioned in books that people wrote, the Count Saint Germain. So you can look into research on that on your own. Um, It really is kind of hard to find. Both of these masters are very um, elusive, mysterious Now, Lady Portia, um, St. Germain's counterpart, is said to have never existed in the human form. She is considered to be a goddess. I look at her as being an ascended goddess. And she is is part of the karmic board of the higher light councils that watch over planet Earth and guide us. And she, the themes, the energetic themes around her have to do with balance, bringing balance to your personal life and the collective, bringing um, a higher a higher form of justice, and we'll talk about that a little bit, not in the way that we look at justice, um, you know, from an ego point, 
Um, and, and divine order. So Portia is about balance, justice, and divine order. Again, these three themes from a divine, higher wisdom perspective. One of her symbols would be the scale. Actually, I painted her one time when I was, I felt her around me for a long time. But when I went to paint her, I ended up painting these um, things that almost looked like goggles on her eyes. Like when I finished the painting, I was like, what is this that I put around her eyes? Like, are they, they both were exactly the same size and shape, but they didn't have a connector in the middle as if they were glasses, even though they kind of looked like goggles. And then when I started to learn more about her, because at first I was just feeling her energy and channeling her, I, I read that she is, um, her symbol is the scale. And I thought, oh, that's what I put on her eyes. It actually, when I look at it now, I had put this uh, marking across her forehead that was almost looked like lightning. But it looked when I looked at it in that in that in that new retrospect now um, of what I had read, I'm like, oh, it looks like a bar, and it looks like scales on both of her eyes. So it's about having that spiritual vision um, to see things in a balanced way and what does it mean for something to be spiritually balanced before i get into that concept um i want to say that i misspoke about saint germain it was the prophet samuel not muhammad um that he was reckoned to have been and also another very important one is that many people feel that he was also the alchemist magician merlin during um, Avalonian and King Arthur times. So when it comes to Ascended Masters, um, and especially there are many of them that are twin souls or pairings, um, what happens is that one will come in and out of form and the other one will stay within the um, multidimensional etheric realm and they work together best that way. It's almost as if they are talking about um, spiritual balance or the scales. They are balancing the, um, the link between the physical and the metaphysical. So ascended masters like Germain and Portia and the Buddha and Jesus um, are beings that have completed their soul evolution. They have ascended um, out of form and in essence, no longer needing to come into human form in order to, you know, do this duality polarity dance, um, that we do here on earth in order to learn our lessons, learn to love and embrace what comes from them, allow them, um, evolve to the next stage of our growth um, they have done this, they have walked this path. And so now they are available to us to pray with, um, meditate with, work with, with art, whatever, whatever way you want to connect with them, um, in order to help you on your path. So that's what it means when I use the phrase ascended master and the ascended masters work very closely with the angelic realm, um, which are also very high dimensional beings. Um, it's interesting because right now, you know, once I start, I start talking and then what happens is messages start to come in. And it's so interesting because right now 
I literally just felt like Jesus pop in and he said, be sure to explain to people who are listening that when you work with one ascended master, you are working with all of us. And the reason why he's bringing this up is because he's saying, um, you know, a lot of people get very fixated and he is one of those ascended masters where people are like, no, he is the only ascended master. He is the only um, representative of the God force energy, the goddess force energy. And he is saying that is not true. Um, but if you work with him, you are actually working with all of them because they are a team of light. They are actually one being just as, oh, and he's saying this, just as all of us are actually one being. Um, and we, we look to create a lot of separation on planet earth. We see ourselves as very separate. I would never say that. I would never do that. I would never think that my family, this, my family, that, um, but the truth is that we are all just reflections of the oneness, just experiencing it on different levels. So basically what he wants us to know is that um, you can choose to explore, research different archangels and ascended masters. And there will be different times in your life that some of them will feel more prominent or that you will resonate toward them more so than others. And that's okay. You never have to feel bad. Like, um, you know, I, whatever I was raised in the Catholic church, Jesus is my savior. And then you may have a period in your life where you start to really look into more, um, more guidance and assistance and, just follow your heart, follow your heart, because he is always working with you and they are always working with you, no matter which aspect of them you choose to focus on. Of course, um, Jesus or the Christ consciousness has a twin and that would be Mary Magdalene. So Jesus and the Magdalene and Lady Portia and Saint Germain are very much one, one being of light. So you can work with them in conjunction, but always know that if you're working with any of any of the four of them, you're working with all of them is what I'm hearing. And also they are saying to me to tell you that if you want to work with the most prominent ascended master in your life, that would be your higher self. Your higher self is your higher guide. And you should never neglect that aspect of your um, connection to spirituality. We often are looking to angels, ascended masters, maybe um, gurus, um, teachers that we meet actually in human form. Um, but do not forget your higher self. That is the reflection of the mother, father, God energy of creation right within you. I'm being shown um, an image right now, and it's two circles connected together by a straight line. And what they're trying to say to me is that your, your higher self is no different than us. You are one end of that straight line, and we are the other end. Oh, this is clever and very interesting. And so what, what they're saying is that if you don't, you cannot draw the line. You cannot draw, you cannot make the connection if you're only focusing on one end of this image, meaning 
I'm going to pray to and look to the ascended masters to guide, um, protect, you know, um, clarify my life path. You, you have to draw the line to the other end, which is your higher self. And you have to know and believe that um, the equation is not full without both. Otherwise, you just have a line with a circle on the end. And just visualize that right now. Like take that into your third eye. It just doesn't feel complete. But as soon as you draw that other full circle on the other end of that line, it feels, it feels complete. It feels whole. It feels like the energy, the life force energy, the chi now can flow back and forth on that line from the uh, God source, ascended masters, angel realm, back and forth to you who are in human form, but also have it, you have a divine counterpart, you have a twin flame, and that is your higher self. This is, I'm getting chills through my whole body because what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding is, you know, most of us are always on this search for what? Our soulmate, our twin flame. That's what we're typically looking for in this lifetime. And we spend a lot of time and energy trying to figure that out, find that, craving that, desiring that. And uh, what they're saying to me and showing me right now is that your twin soul, your soulmate is already built in. It's you. It's within you. This doesn't mean that um, you should not enjoy and look toward a sense of belonging and relationships because that is an essential part of the journey on planet Earth. But it should never be the priority. You should not always be looking for something or someone outside of you to to remind you of your inner light because many times that way of going about it will fail because that which is in human form is temporary and it is fallible. So we are being encouraged today to take time every day moving forward if, you, if you're here and this is really resonating with you and it's sending chills or tingles through your body or your crown chakra, that's because you are meant to be here in this moment. You are meant to hear this message. Um, we need to spend time daily tuning in to our higher self. And it's not a practice that we have ever been encouraged to do. It's usually not a practice we're encouraged to do, even if we belong to a lifelong religion. It's not a practice we are encouraged to do within our families, typically, within our friend groups. There is never really a time, think about it, that you are out and about and um, people start talking and saying, so, hey, yeah, did you have any conversation with your higher self today? Or what is your higher self telling you to do? Or what is your higher self seeing in this situation? It's just not something that is part of our um, societal makeup. So it's something that you have to create sacred space for in your own life. And when you do this, what I'm being told, a whole new world opens up to you, a whole new way of trusting yourself, trusting how you move about in the, in the, the physical, tangible world um, with, a, with a greater sense of spiritual confidence. Because we may have really devout 
spiritual practices, whatever they are for you. It could be following a religion right down to every aspect of its doctrine. It could be a daily yoga practice. Um, but the truth is, if connecting with your higher self, listening to it, taking in the messages it's giving you, believing that it is the God point actually vibrating within you. If you're not finding a way to do that, then you can get to a place that even though you are a very spiritually driven, motivated, um, devout person, it can start to feel very empty or very dull or very disconnected. And that is because you are not welcoming your higher self into the mix. So what I'm hearing now is that you may have times during your spiritual journey that you feel very connected. And then there are times that you feel disconnected and you think, what is happening here? What is happening here? I'm doing, I'm doing all the things that I used to do. I do my daily meditation practice. I'm doing my daily shadow work journaling. Um, whatever it might be for you, but yet you have this feeling of like, I can't feel, I can't feel my connection to the God source the way that I want to or the way that I once did. And it's during these moments that you need to say to yourself, I'm pushing too much or I'm focusing too much on that which is outside of me. And it's time now to just drop perhaps all of the um, the searching and for the connection to one higher light being, ascended master, angel after another, and just sit quietly with your own breath in your own body with listening to nothing, not even listening to music, just periods of the day, even if it's five minutes, that it's complete silence and it's and the way to focus on your higher self is to actually focus on your breath because your breath is a continuous um it's the life force energy moving through you it's you breathing in and breathing out that which you are that breathing in your highest purest most authentic self and path and then breathing out that which is not serving you on that path. So if you could just focus on that very simple idea or concept, you don't even have to be saying that. You can if you want to, but you can just know that, remind yourself of that once, and go into a period of silence and just focusing on your breath. And that is how you will connect back to your higher self. Because you will, everything else will drop away. And you will realize this is really all I am is this breath moving in and out of my body. I'm not even the body. I'm just the breath. And when the body falls away one day, I will be the breath that will move into the eternity of the next whatever dimension I will shift into. I will take the breath, which is truly the life force energy with me. 
So it's very interesting to me because how I do this podcast is I just follow what spirit asks of me. And um, I never know what's going to come through. And I just trust. I just trust and I go with the flow of it. And it's always maybe something different than I thought it was going to be. Or there's always, you know, this spiritual aha. And I just think everything that just came through right now was a very big spiritual aha for me as well. It's very easy to focus outside of ourselves. Um, some of us may be getting better at the practice of not letting other people or situations that are in tangible pol polar form, meaning is this good, is this bad, is this right, is this wrong, the push and the pull and the tug up and down, you know, of human life, the shoulds and the should nots and all of that. It's very easy um, to focus on that. Then there are those of us who have gotten better at that, of not letting outside energy um, that's out there in the world, you know, affect our energy, you know, drag our energy down. Some of us are good at that. Um, some days and not other days. Some of us are not good at that at all. Then we go through a period where we get, we start to understand the dynamics of how energy and frequency work. Um, you know, that we need to keep our energy in a high, pure state by engaging in thoughts um, and activities that, um, you know, using our thoughts and emotions, which sometimes can be ego based and take us off on a tangent to say, oh, wait a minute, I'm not my thoughts and emotions. But, but let me not disparage them. Let me learn from them because that is what they are. They are, they are teachers. What are they trying to show me? What are they trying to teach me about how I really want to show up in the world instead of letting them dominate and dictate how my thoughts and my actions and reactions, etc., are going to go for that day? Then we take that and we say, where is my power? Where is my power today? How do I take my personal power back and not let these thoughts and emotions, which are only teachers, um, same thing if you're following a teacher in real life, whether it be a book that you're reading or somebody who's met guided meditations you listen to or a weekly spirit circle that you go to, you don't go in there and just hand over your power to that person. We, you utilize their energy and wisdom source to build and buffer and bring you into your own resonance and understanding. So some of us are getting better at conducting, understanding, let's say allowing. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm going this backwards, okay? Let's, it really should go there. Noticing, allowing, learning from, and then conducting our energy fields. This is where our higher self comes in. This is where our true power is, that when we then move in this world, we say to ourselves, how, is, how am I moving in my higher power? In my, am I moving through my highest self? And the point here is that just as you do not want to give your power away in your day-to-day -day walk of life, the archa archangels and the ascended masters are saying, we also do not want you to completely turn over or hand your power over to us. We want you to touch base with your highest self as part of the process of reaching out to us. This is where you become empowered. 
This is where you become embodied by our energy. But it is not just our energy. We are a catalyst for you to step into your, your power. You are an extension of us. You are not separate. And the power that you bring is the power of peace. You have the ability to bring the power of peace to your individual life and to your collective life and to your, your interaction with those who are a part of your personal life, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors. And now they're taking me back to the, the visual of Lady Portia's perfectly divinely balanced scales. When a scale is in perfect divine balance, one side is not heavier, one side is not heavier, better, righter, um, more right, sorry, wrong pronounce, uh, wrong grammar there, um, than the other side. There is harmony, there is balance both sides working for the common good both sides all sides using the the um i can feel this uh, the energy moving through my through my system right now the immense power of peace to bring us to a divine place which is the truth of who we are Peace is the truth of who we are, which is why when we look around at everything that is going on in the world, the manipulation, the greed, the, um, the focus on more, the focus on better, the focus on protecting our own lands or boundaries, all of this is the scale being out of balance because we look at it and it just brings us to this state of overwhelm and just almost helplessness and hopelessness at times. And that's where we want to come back into our center and, and, and envision that scale of harmonic balance and love and peace between beings. Because you know right now that when you do that, it shifts the energy in your body, entirely shifts the energy in your body. Just by thinking about it, just by imagining it, just by hearing me talk about it. Because you know that is your divine birthright. The divine scale is not about justice in the sense of eye for an eye or revenge. It's about peace. And our task here is... To find and cultivate that inner peace as much as we can within our day because when there is inner peace there will be outer peace everything that is on the uh, macrocosm the large scale outside of us war division greed um, separation hierarchy external power all of that is because Within us as individuals, we are not bringing ourselves back into alignment with our higher self and with inner peace. So that's why you will see, I'm hearing, that's why you will see, you know, fluctuations in 
timelines and how sometimes the world seems to be in a lot of upheaval at once. And right now is one of those times. Then there will be times in history where things are more um, calmer. And sometimes that is just us needing <laughs> a break, a little bit of a break. But um, like I'm seeing the, uh, what do you call it, when, when you're looking at an earthquake, the seismograph. I can't think of the name of that that tool that measures it, the fluctuations in the energetic patterns. We're constantly riding that. But if we can bring ourselves back to a place of choosing peace, no matter what is going on outside of us, this is, this is the way that we, that we climb the evolutionary, the soul evolutionary scale. And you know that when you do that, even in your personal life, that when you are able to get to that really blissful place, you know, that delicate, beautiful place, either in your meditation practice or your mo movement exercise practice or your art practice, whatever kind of art you, you engage in, um, in your prayer practice, your journaling practice, your whatever it is, that when you get to that place, everything falls away. And then that a thought may come in, you know, that thought may came in, oh yeah, but he, she did that. Or, oh yeah, I got, I'm dealing with that thing at work. Or, oh yeah, we got to work. I got to work on that thing in my marriage where we're not, you know, we're, that, that problem that we're ignoring, whatever it is, then that starts to come in that ego based, you know, lower, denser energy. And it starts to kind of, you know, pull and grab at your piece. But if you can just touch base every day, Start start slow with five minutes, one minute, ten minutes, whatever you can achieve um, of connecting with your higher self and the divine. You know that in that moment, in those minutes, everything falls away. It truly does fall away. And it's as if, as if it doesn't exist. And spirit is saying because it doesn't exist it's just part of the scenario that you create to keep yourself in this momentum of learning, digesting, and hopefully evolving, not getting stuck. We come to earth because we want the lessons. We crave the lessons so that we can learn, go higher up the wisdom scale. It's not about intelligence. It's about wisdom. And then we now look at life from a different point of view. And then we may stabilize there for a while and then something else, a catalyst will happen in our life where we go through another transition where we look at life from a different point of view. But within that, which is part of the structure of being here, if we could find the peace point, if we can find the seat of the soul peace point a little bit every day, it will calm our nervous system and help us on the journey. Okay, so I'm going to do um, a channeled on the spot here guided healing with the Reiki energy um, calling in St. Germain and Lady Portia and of course Jesus and Mary Magdalene since they also showed up in this channeling and we're going to be working with the violet flame and the Reiki symbols. So I want to explain just very briefly what the violet flame is about if you've never heard of it before. And then later on, you can go and do some research on the violet flame. There's a lot of information out there about the violet flame. The violet flame is um, a tool 
that Lady Portia and St. Germain specifically utilize and work with. And it is this gorgeous, you know, multi-frequency purple, violet, indigo flame that is actually cool to the touch. Um, and it is utilized in order to help you touch base with your own um, magician, high priestess, alchemy within you. Again, your higher self and the gifts and abilities that you have because we all have gifts and abilities to connect to other people, to transmute energy, to raise the frequency of energy within situations um, and to astral travel and connect with the higher realms. And the violet flame is really about us transmuting those lower energies into higher energies. Again, when we're thinking about the theme of the scale, it's not about, oh, we're bringing in this flame that's just going to, you know, burn and curse away all of the lower energies and people and situations in my life and, you know, burn them up and get rid of them. It's that would be, again, that idea of justice and balance in the sense of um, revenge or that you have some sort of rage attached to it. You know, I'll show them eye for an eye. It's not that kind of energy. It's a very pure energy, which is why the flame is cool or actually neutral as far as the, um, the, uh, the heat. You know, there's no heat sensation to it. I guess what I'm being told now is that you can think about it as being um, cool in the sense of calming. Like if you were in a beautiful uh, Caribbean ocean and the water temperature is just perfect and you're floating under this beautiful blue sky with fluffy white clouds and this, you know, aquamarine water um, or perhaps you're standing on the beach at the end of the day and you're watching a sunset with all these shades of violet and peach. So you want to think about the violet flame in that sense. I guess cool. <laughs> they're giving me the image because they're saying they're saying to me cool is not exactly the best word. The best word would be calming, soothing. So the violet flame is brought in to soothe your um, system, your mind, your thoughts, your body your emotions, your aura, um, all, all, all functions of the body, especially the nervous system, which can get very agitated by um, anxiety or depression. When we're, not, when we're not working with our energy and transmuting it, when we're not being the alchemist that we are, what ends up happening is we have an excess of energy that's getting stored in the body and that will be reflected as either a physical dis-ease or anxiety that comes and goes and we're not sure like what it's sometimes we know what it's connected to but sometimes we're just like what's going on um you know not being able to sleep um feeling depressed feeling hopeless all of those type feelings so the violet flame helps you to not get rid of the lower human emotions because we are here to experience them but again, we're not here to be overtaken by them. We're not here to be ruled by them. So when we call in the Violet Flame and Lady Portia and St. Germain, what we're doing is that we are asking for the flame to bring us into our power and to merge us with them so that we can take anything that is of lower essence, energy entity, whether things that we have allowed to come into our life or things that have attached to us, because if we're an empath, 
or light worker things are gravitate toward us because the dark will always gravitate toward the light. So it's trying to stick to you because it knows its birthright is the light. But um, it's still not quite there. So when something of a lower, denser energy, whether it's somebody else's thoughts that they're directing at you or a majority of thought that might be in a workplace that you work in, um, as an empath and a light worker who's here to anchor the light, and you know you're that because you are always trying to do things to work with your energy field and to raise your vibration. You are drawn to that. You are dedicated to that. Um, even in your lowest moments, you're always, that is, that is your focus. Like, who am I? What is my purpose? What did I come to this planet to do? You know, your, your main objective is not, oh, I got to get up the corporate ladder or, you know, you're doing those things. Maybe I got to get the groceries. I got to clean the toilets today. Um, you know, or I got to help so-and-so in my family or whatever it is. But there's always this undercurrent if you're an empath or a light worker where you're thinking, how can I serve uh, myself and human life to a higher level? How can I be more in touch with my spirituality? How can I feel the, the I am presence within my day? If that is on your mind, in, in the back of your mind all the time, that's where you like to spend your free time or it's always a, uh, a wheel that's turning no matter if you are cleaning the toilets, then you know that you are a light worker. Because if you said that to somebody else, are you always thinking about God when you're cleaning the toilets? Are you praying when you're cleaning your, your home toilets? <laughs> are you thinking about God when you're in a work meeting, um, how you're going to connect to God, how you're going to find the God point within you? The person who is not here primarily to be a light worker will say, huh? what are you talking about? That's weird. You're weird. Okay, so backtrack a little bit. So what happens as an empath light worker is that sometimes you are consciously because you want to serve so deeply or unconsciously because you know you're a light worker, you are allowing outside energy of people, places, situations to take over your energy field because you are trying to raise it to a place of light and lightness. Um, but sometimes what happens is whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, it becomes overwhelming and you're starting to lose control over it. So that's not something that you want. And that's why the violet flame is a really great tool for you. Um, because there are times that you're doing it and there's other times that you're, you know, in a work environment where maybe everybody is just complaining all the time. Um, or just think of any situation where the energy is like it's palpable when you walk into that situation that there's a lot of lower, denser energies of people feeling disconnected, separated, superior, um, whining, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you know, you know the energies that are fear-based, that are lower, that are heavy, that you don't want to be around. So sometimes when you're in that kind of environment all the time, it's that energy creates its own kind of form and it kind of sticks to your energy field. So the violet flame is a really great tool to bring you back to your center, back to your control and choice of inner peace and to flush those energies off of you. So um, we're going to work with the violet flame today. And the point, again, is that you're a light worker. You're not looking to destroy 
Um, you know, those are human things, war, destruction, um, you know, stopping something, resistance, pushing, aggression. That's not what we're looking to do. We're looking to bring those lower energies into balance. We're looking to bring them over to the light. One of the things that my first Reiki master um, teacher taught me was that to, when you're looking to dispel things that are of a darker, lower nature, you want to say, I release all that is not light back to the light. And I really loved that and resonated with it because nowhere in that statement or that concept are you even giving any power or notice to that which is dense and dark and heavy. You, Everything in there is beautiful. I release and send anything that is not of the light back to the light with love and light. How beautiful and pristinely, mm, just wonderful does that feel. So the point here is that as a light worker, as a healer, as an empath, all the same thing, if you stay focused on the light, all you have to do is hold a space for the light. The light will do the rest. And that which is not of the light, if you're saying to it, I release you to the light, I send you to the light, I call in the light, I shine the light upon you. If it does not want to go back and merge with the light, then it can go back to where it came from, which is back to itself to do its own work. But again, you're calling this forth with a sense of compassion, with a sense of forgiveness, with a sense of belief that it has the ability to do that. It's never with a sense of, I'll show you, or I'm better because I am of the light, when we start to do that and go into that place, we're going back to separation. We're going back to division. So we're not, we're not following our light worker path when we do that. And I know that it's hard because if you're a light worker, you've had a lot of darker energies and entities try to come into your field because they're like a moth to the flame. <clears throat> they want to attach to your light because they know that that's what they want to be. Like I said before, they know that's where they want to get to, but sometimes they're very lost. And it can be hard when you're constantly trying to um, separate yourself, fling off, deflect those type of darker energies. It can get frustrating. So give yourself the compassion to forgive yourself if you have moments of thinking, oh, I'm just not in the mood for this today. You know, um, there's that prayer and I can't think of the name of it now, but basically you can stop when you start to get angry or you start to actually let yourself go into lower thoughts around your work as a light worker and say, I am sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I am sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I send you love. Whatever way you want to say it there that works for you. Okay, so I think that's a lot and enough for today as far as um, channeling because we can't take in too many ideas at once. Then we're just... You know, it's, I do this myself sometimes because I love to listen to other spiritual people talk or spiritual podcasts or spiritual books or spiritual meditations. <laughs> Again, that's, that's the focus of everything for me and the lens that I look through. But when you're inundating yourself with that too much, you're not really taking time to integrate. You know, it's inundating, 
becomes not integrating and we have to have the integrating part. Sometimes, um, you know, we have to have, okay, that wisdom comes in. Now I need to sit with it. I need to incubate in it. And then once I incubate in it and I get it, now I have to integrate it. So again, if we go back to the beginning of this, when I was hearing and channeling that, you know, guess what? Your higher self is your twin, your soulmate, is your twin flame. It is that which you're always looking for outside of you to complete you. Okay, so that's the concept. Now you incubate in that for a while. What does that really mean? How do I make that happen in my life? How do I touch base with that? How do I manifest that? Then you start to integrate integrate it by creating your own practice. I always say, um, you know, there's a dime a dozen rituals and ceremonies out there, but you, the most powerful ritual and ceremony is going to be the one that you integrate, that you create and then integrate yourself. So how do I touch base with my higher self every day? Or, oh, like a moment, I'm going to pay attention to a moment where it comes up where I feel myself going lower or I feel myself getting heavier because of somebody else's energy that they're directing at me. Now, how am I going to integrate and call in my higher self in that moment? And how is it going to change how I normally would react to that situation? Okay, so what Lady Portia and St. Germain are saying to me now is that we are going to work with the violet flame. They're going to send the violet flame to us today. If you would please um, open your heart to that, you have to give permission to allow it in and to allow them in and open your heart and your third eye to your higher self as well. And the intention is going to be that the violet flame is, I don't know what's going to come through in this vision, we shall see, but let us set the intention that the violet flame is going to awaken us to a part of our higher self, a feeling, um, an opening that maybe perhaps we have never felt before today. And it will be gentle. The violet flame is very gentle, very soothing. So we're going to very calmly, quietly open up to something new within our understanding of our higher self and our higher purpose and how we can move that into our actual walk and talk in our human path. So um, if you'd like to grab a crystal, Maybe you have an amethyst or an ametrine, um, any any purple crystal that you want to hold and work with. You could put it on your heart or your third eye, hold it in your hand, whatever feels right to you in the moment. Um, perhaps you have a purple candle that you would like to light, or if you don't have a purple candle, you can just light a candle because then we have a flame present and you can um, focus on it and visualize that it is a purple flame and merge with the flame If you have a purple piece of clothing or a blanket, a scarf that you want to wrap yourself in, you can do that. Again, these are all just symbolic ways, um, you know, to call up the ritual, the ceremony, the healing. You don't even have to actually do it. You can just visualize it um, or you can visualize yourself going into an amethyst cave to, to receive this healing. Whatever works for you is what you want to do in this moment. So get comfortable, and um, if you want to play some soft meditation music that doesn't have words to it, that's up to you, and um, take some deep breaths, focus on your in and your out breath, which is your life force energy moving in and out of your body, cleansing and purifying yourself. As I begin to chant the Reiki symbols, I'm going to play my Tibetan 
bowl for you so we have a little sound healing and let's go let's go into and merge with the violet flame and see what comes through for us today in this shamanic vision reiki blessings here we go Take a deep cleansing breath and allow it to move up and down your chakra, spinal energy centers. Up and down this linear line between the two circular points, between the crown and the root, between the soul star chakra and the roots and the earth star chakra moving and flowing cleansing and purging deep breaths in and out in and out Now bring into your mind's eye and then into your body the violet flame of transmutation. Call up your mag magical high priestess powers and the tool of the violet flame to transmute all that needs to change form within your life. The flame is flickering high, 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 sparking, releasing, magnifying the power of your higher self to bring you into a state of your true oneness with spirit and who you came here to be. Chakaray, Chakaray, Chakaray. You are connected. You are open to the light of the living, to the light of life, full of abundance and blessings, protected, guided. Sehiki, Sehiki, Sehiki. Breathe. Release all thoughts and emotions of a lower density. See which ones that are yours and that you have carried for way too long coming up now and throw them into the violet flame. Those analytical, obsessive, self-judging thoughts and emotions. Breathe. You are not your thoughts and emotions. You are the light of source. Dancing in the violet flame, feeling your power rise to the surface, knowing now 
what you need to do, where you need to shift, and feeling the ability and the power to do so. Hon Shaze Shonen, Hon Shaze Shonen, Hon Shaze Shonen. You have the power with the violet flame to release anything from your past, your present, or your future that no longer serves your highest good and your highest path. Throw it into the violet flame now and watch it dissipate into a fury of beautiful violet, lavender, purple, red violet, indigo light. Breathe. These things, people, situations that have haunted you now become fuel within the violet flame for the magic of who you are to rise. Let the flame envelop like a blanket, buffer you, buoy you, like a violet sea you are floating on. Let it bring you to that place of stillness and knowing, to that place of choosing who you want to be and how you want to show up. You are floating, floating, floating in a lavender sea of karmic balance and allow yourself to release any karma from this lifetime or others. Let it come up now and if you are meant to see it, you will see it, but you can still release all karma back to a place of harmonic balance, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, and just choosing to float in compassion for self and others, to float in forgiveness, to float in surrender, to float in letting go, and you drift, drift, drift in the violet flame sea back to who you are, to your internal divine essence. Breathe. Murkafakalishma, 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 Raku, Raku, Raku. Daiko mio, daiko mio, daiko mio. Highest sense of self, highest clarity of your path, highest transmutation of the old of you, highest inner knowing, highest connection to your higher self, highest blessings and love showering your life. Highest peace, purest peace, 
chakras cleansed, purged, purified, renewed, refreshed, revitalized, flowing, flowing, the flow, continuous, pure, pristine, dreamlike bliss, all chakras ignited, all chakras knowing. I'm going to use my cleansing feather fan to clear your energy field now and you can set an intention for what it is that you want to surrender to spirit. You can set an intention for how you want to be walking and talking within your higher self. You can set an intention for how you want to take your power back today. Maybe it's in a way that you believe, perceive, think, show up in your family, your workplace. Feel this air that I'm sending towards you, fanning your violet flame and breathe. Let's go on a journey now with Lady Portia and St. Germain and see and hear what their message is for us. Miracles, you are the miracles in motion, and you lose sight of it so easily. Let yourself float and dance within the violet flame, and let yourself reconnect with the miracle that you came here to be. We are on either side of you as you are the center of the flame. And we reach in and we touch your heart in unison. Feel how you are the center of the miracle. We do not exist without you. You may think that we are here to help and guide and protect you, but the part of the miracle that you often lose sight of is that you are also here for us. Because to come to earth is of the highest divinest purpose. We ask you to join and become one with the violet flame and us. Because it is your divine destiny to bring the violet flame to the earth plane. It is not that you need it as much as it needs you to remember. You see, you are the violet flame 
You are the one that comes to transmute the energy to a higher frequency, to shift. This energy is to shift the path of those and those situations around you. Every day, you rise to this opportunity, and sometimes you forget. But we understand, and we are here to remind you of your glory. Glory, glory, glory. Massaging, they're massaging our heart chakras. And with this massage comes a remembrance of the beauty of our path and the promises that we made, divine promises, to be a bearer of the light. Now I see you, I see you in the center, at the center. You are the center, they keep saying. We are the center, the light workers are the center. We are the central point that everything else grows off of, that everything else comes to for transmutation. So center yourself in the flame each day Center your higher self within the flame. You call it in because it is you who wants to offer it to the world. You call it in because it is who you are and you are remembering that, that you want to live from higher ground, from sacred ground. And it tears at your soul to see the pain, the suffering in the world that is so unnecessary. You desire to be lifted away from it, but in truth, you desire to transmute it. And you can and you will if you join with the flame each day. And now you are there at the center of the flame of spirit and the largest pair of white wings grows upon you. You are the earth angels. Here, like the falling, soft, white, pristine snow, falling to earth to bring the power of peace, to bring the power of transmutation, to bring the earth from a state of low to a state of high, to a state of comfort, which is your birthright. You must know your true power that you have in sense created us so that you can create love that walks softly upon your earth. You are so powerful that you are creating everything calling in everything around you, personally and collectively, you are creating your reality. And so yes, dear ones, you create us as well. We are a creation of your glory and the peace and the path you come to walk. Take the time now to use your power of free will to call forth 
your higher self, your higher power. Call it forth now. Stand within it, fly within it, swim within it, walk within it. Let it rise within every part of you. Here it is stepping into your form. Allow the majesty of it to fill you to the brink. It is comfortable. It is calm. It is serene. There is no need for it to overpower your system. Just let it come in like a soft wave hitting white soft sand on the beach. Step up, step forward, step into it now. Breathe. This is all there is. This is all there ever was. This is all that will ever be. This higher self, this divine self, this connection, this feeling of love and light, of harmony, of bliss, of compassion, is the only thing that ever was, is the only thing that will remain in the end, though there is no end and there is no beginning. There is only this. Step into the power of it now. And feel your chakras lighting up. Each synergized and synthesized to, to the one below, below and above it. They are all one chakra. They are coming into their full vibrancy, their full hue, their full energetic rotation. Your centers of power lit up like a Christmas tree, as you say. Hues of brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, indigo, magenta, silver, gold, and white. Shining, sparking, illuminating, spinning, flowering, open, clear, clear, bright light. Encased and held in the violet flame, this is your home. This is who you are. Let yourself feel the peace of the truth of who you are. Now let this light ripple and radiate from your inner core, your inner soul, out into the universe.
into your family, your relationships, your workplace, your places of spiritual practice, onto the earth plane, into your communities, your cities, your towns, your neighboring borders, and just watch this light, which is your light, the rainbow frequency, moving across the entire earth plane globe. And come to that place of inner knowing that you came here for only one thing, that you exist in soul form, in body form, in mental form, in emotional form, in spiritual form, in auric form, for only one thing. And that thing, that energy, is an energy of peace, of holding peace, cultivating peace, sharing peace, speaking peace, bringing people together in peace, solving problems with peace, praying in peace, problem solving through peace. You are the peace and the light that came here to shift the earth plane. Breathe and say to yourself, I am the God light. I am the rainbow frequency. I bring the aliveness, the joy, the laughter, the community, the sense of belonging, the dance to every situation that I am in. I am the sound, I am the art, I am the motion of the mother and the father. And when I align with this frequency, I change my day, I change my choices, I change my life toward that which is only abundance and blessings. I become and I am the mirror that reflects back the highest light. For the violet flame is love, and love is the answer to every question. Love is the question, and love is the answer. For any question that someone asks, they are asking it because it is love that they are trying to touch. When you say, why did they do that to me? What you are questioning is, why do you not love me? Why did you not show love in this situation? And the answer is love. To choose, to perceive, to believe, to act out, to turn the situation around with that which is divine love. You can wallow in woe or you can choose love.
Are you being love? Are you living from love? Are you giving love? Are you creating love? So let the flame, the violet flame, lick the flames of love, the waves of love, as you're floating in that lavender sea within the flame. Let the love be that which rises to the surface. And whatever your question is right now, let love give you the answer. Ask your question. Ask your question now. And keep breathing into the violet flame. Asking for love to give you the clear, easy answer. For when you come from love, the answer is always simple and clear. What are you hearing? What are you seeing as you're asking love to answer your question about your path? Breathe. Love is what transmutes everything. Love is the answer. There is nothing that love cannot change. Let in the love. Let in the light of love. Love is the natural high. Love is expansive. Love encompasses everything. Love is the foundation. Love is the peak. Love is the path in between. Let in the light of love. You are love. You are love. You are loved. You are the light of love. Blessings. Ooh, Reiki blessings, everyone. I know my entire system is just in this serene, vibrating, joyful place. I hope that brought some peace to your heart today. I hope it opened you to your higher self in a new way, into some answers that maybe you've been wanting your higher self to bring to you. And I feel there was a lot of um, nuggets of beauty, and I can't wait to go back and actually listen to it myself. Because as I always say, I channel it on the spot. And then when I go back and listen to it, I'm always able to then journal or meditate and just get something different and new from it. So... Thank you for joining today. I'm so happy to be able to serve in this way. Um, I am taking a little break right now from uh, 
art orders, energy art orders, and Reiki sessions and card readings. Um, but who knows when you'll be listening to this podcast, I might be up and running again. So my links are always um, in the podcast bio, and you can always send me an email just to let me know how the podcast is helping you, serving you, or if you have any theme ideas that you would like a podcast to be about, you can email me at runningonreiki at gmail.com. And the running that uh, is capitalized, capital R, everything else after that is lowercase. I always love to hear from you. And I always want to say thank you to you for joining me here and helping together to come together and raise the vibration of the planet, which is what I always feel that we're doing. This is not about me and my gifts. It's about everyone who shows up here, the fact that you're taking time to listen and to connect your energy to mine. And the more each of us does that on a daily basis, we shift and change the vibration of the planet. And that is so important to me. And I know if you're here and you listened all the way to the end, I know it is the primary importance in your life as well. And for that, I give gratitude to you because I know that we all want to live on an earth that is a new earth filled with peace and love. Reiki blessings. I send you love. Have a beautiful day. This podcast was created using the free Anchor app. If you would like to create a podcast where you get your voice out into the world to inspire others, look into the Anchor app. It's free, it's super easy to use, and it's a beautiful gesture to put your voice out there so that you can play your part in the earth plane existence. Thanks again for joining. This is Sherry at Running on Reiki. Until next time, Reiki blessings.